everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories. I'm Matthew Vos. And I'm Catherine Vos. This week on the Great British Bake Off 2018, it was Danish week. Ooh la la. <laughs> that was my man on interpretation of oh, Danish week. Okay. So we're making French things in Danish yeah, week. I get exactly. it. I like what you did there. I'm, I'm a fan of your work. Um, yeah, I like it. I like Danish week. Mm. I, I could appreciate them doing more of this, of picking a country or a region or something and doing, yeah. here's this sort of baking we're doing. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was interesting. I learned stuff. Mm, absolutely. And and like all things that like, oh, that would be interesting to make. Oh, that's all mm. oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> it also cemented my view that open Danish sandwiches are the most impractical of foods. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> open sandwiches are. That's the reason you have two slices of bread. Yeah, that's not a sandwich. <laughs> Okay, challenge one. The signature was rye bread um, and two open sandwiches. So two different sandwiches with a good rye loaf. Exactly. Mm. I don't think it was necessarily harder than anything else we did on Bread Week. No. That we saw there. Yep. But they... And I think this is probably the meta conversation for the week. They had higher expectations for what they were producing. They did. I, I also think, actually, thinking back to the chat that was going on around the explanation of the task, mm. the, the idea that they were making them make a type of bread that would normally take 24 hours to produce, mm. but they were having to do an accelerated version and really almost have what they were producing being compared to the actual 24-hour version. Yeah. That's a little harsh. Yeah. But some of them got it. And that's why I'm like, okay, so it's clearly not impossible. Yeah. Mm. You made a really good comment whilst watching it. The, the, the judging was, was exactly as Bryony said. The judging was brutal. They were hard. They were looking for really high quality. Yes. Anything that any of this lot had made... Maybe not well, but anything this lot had made, if we'd made it, we would have gone, oh, yeah, that's lovely. That's really good rye. That's a lovely loaf. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I suppose the thing is they were comparing what they made to what they were told to make yeah. rather than what they made was was that Just good nice in of, of itself. I mean, cuz mm. like quite frankly, if I'd made Brian's bread, yeah. I'd be ecstatic. That looked amazing. Yeah. But it didn't look like it didn't look like rye <laughs> bread to go on a smorgas no. whatever it is. Yeah. Um and I will admit the size of Slice that she cut? Yeah, I'd have eaten that. Yeah. <laughs> Bang on. <laughs> that fresh and fluffy? Yeah. Absolutely. It would be delicious. <laughs> it's like it looked really crispy on the outside. Yeah. But great. I wouldn't be having it as an open sandwich with fillings that were about to fall down my front <laughs> well, when I no, bit into yeah. them. <laughs> Which I guess is why you have the very thin slice of rye bed to actually make the whole thing practical mm, to eat. Mm. Um, but yeah. But like Ruby... Did yeah. what it said on the tin. Yeah, okay. So she was the most worried in the baking, I think. Mm. In actually doing it, she was the one who was like, it's really small. It's not come out well. I've had all sorts of problems. It's not going to be good. And hers was the one. Great flavours, a celebration of rye. Yeah, and it came out, the texture, the density mm. that it needed to be mm. for her to get that thin, thin, dense slice that prov- provided the bed, bread, bed. The bed bread for her <laughs> open sandwich. 
So yeah, and Riley was just like, not Riley, Ruby. <laughs> Riley and Booby. <laughs> Losing it. Uh, so Ruby basically was like, she, she did what she was asked for. You know, like back to harking back to my teaching days, she read the requirement. Absolutely. You yeah, know, yeah. she answered the exam question. Yeah. I think I think Kim Joy's bake of all of them was the one I looked at and went, that looks lovely. She had the lovely sort of regular seeds over the top of it. Mm. It looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, possibly not the sandwiches themselves. I think they looked all right. But uh, I like a bit I, more fish than you do. Yeah, and I think there was just a bit too much going on. I, I, I think I had the same thing as Ruby of, I don't want my sandwich to look good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so yeah. maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, rubies were the ones that I would have been like, okay, I wouldn't scoff at this and think you're just setting me up to have food down my chest if she'd served me hers. You know, I'd have yeah. happily eaten rubies. As, Avocado, as, yeah. chorizo and asparagus. Nice. And tandoori chicken. Nice, nice, nice. And actually, yeah, so again, look at the notes. She was the one they set up this whole thing of, oh, your liquid is too much or not enough liquid or there's some problem there. And then they didn't reference it later. No, and she produced the best bread. Yeah, which made me wonder why leave that in the editing. Is it because there wasn't actually any conflict really in that first round during the baking process? Mm. So hers was the only one they could include that in. I mean, there was plenty of conflict once they got to judging. Yeah. But everyone else felt and seemed really confident. Mm. Raul was worried about his rise. Rightly so. Justifiably, yes. Um, and I'm not sure. Did, did they actually say what had happened other than it hadn't been proved well? No, that's all they said. Mm. So I don't know whether that's it needed to be hotter in the proving, proved for longer. Don't I know. don't know enough about Did he to, just get his yeah. mix wrong? Maybe. Don't know. So yeah, yeah, Rahul, dense and a bit of a mess. Yeah, heavy and gluey. Not good comments, but also it's too big. I think they liked the texture of Bryony's, but other than that, it all fell apart and didn't work. Yeah, um, dry mackerel. No, no. Let, okay, let's let's talk Kim Joy's. Yeah, I, I have a thing. It was beautiful, mm. but I've also said bread minus. I I felt they were disappointed in her bread that it it wasn't seedy enough. It didn't quite have the right texture. You see, I I I, di- I interpreted their comments differently. Yeah, it's really. I interesting interpreted because... her comments their comments as it was all right. It wasn't far off being just right. Mm. You needed a bit more, um, some more seeds in it. And I can't remember what else I said, but I heard it's a, it's an 80%, not 100%. Right. Whereas you heard that it's like a 40%. Yeah. Now, uh, for full disclosure to our, our listeners, we watched this bit twice. Yeah. We, we even at that point were saying we had, we had taken away different things. Yeah. Did you change your thinking after watching it? No, I it? still thought it was a pretty positive yeah, comment. The, the way I read their comments is very much like, yeah, you could have done that better. Amateur psychologist. Yeah. Do write in. What does that tell you about Matthew and I? <laughs> yeah, because I still hear that as, that was pretty good. You just need to do these things to tweak it to be perfect. Mm. I think this is the point we should start talking about Manon's. Um, because I think there is a lot of talk to be had about Manon's outcome this week. Um, yeah. Definitely. Her sandwiches looked good, but there was a problem that it was too sweet, where they wanted something yep. more savoury, I think. Yep. I, um, I've got savoury minus as one of my notes. Colour was good, but not enough seeds. And effectively, what she'd done was make a French loaf, not yes. a rye loaf. Yes, I, I heard it was pale, not enough seed. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the bread was good, but it wasn't the Danish bread that they asked for. Mm. And was it Manon the other week who made 
when they were making the pies, possibly last week on Vegan Week, and she'd made one with apples? No, that was Bryony. Was that Bryony? Okay. that was Bryony, okay. yeah. Yeah, because it reminded me of that situation mm. again, where you could you should have gone savoury because it's a sandwich and you put something sweet in. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about this again later, but you have to think about the person eating the thing, not the person making the thing. Yes, because she didn't make a Danish small wogel. I can't pronounce it. Smog broad. Smog broad. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. But that, she didn't make a Danish open sandwich. Mm. She made a French variant yeah. thereof. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But at least it was edible. Yeah. And, and I guess this is this is already we've got the tension between her and Rahul in that he tried to make what he was asked to make. It mm-hmm. was just a bit rubbish. Yeah. Whereas... She produced something that was better, but wasn't actually what it was asked for. Yeah, wasn't even on on the thing, yeah. really. Mm. Okay. Our technical this week, 14 Abelskiva. 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 One week to make 14 spherical pancake donut things with a cinnamon apple and uh, filling and strawberry jam dip. Nice. Had you ever heard of them before? Nope. Nope. Same here. Nope, nope. I quite like the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. I found it really interesting, and, and I, I again, like we've had in previous weeks, I want to get a copy of their instructions because it clearly said something about rotate ninety degrees or yep. turn ninety degrees. Yep. Which again, you could look at it because you're looking at it from the top and be, wait, so I turn it clockwise? 90 yeah. Degrees? It, it, but most of them figured it. Ruby clearly didn't, and there is a very specific technique in doing this. I I wonder, like, because Ruby struggled last. Well, no, Ruby struggled with the Puy de Mort. Mm, okay. Um, in terms of reading the instructions and visualizing what it wanted her to do, do you remember okay. she put those dots around oh, the outside it, instead yeah, of yeah, yeah. instead of piping the circle? Mm. I wonder if there's. I, I just wonder if it's. Um, you know, you talk about people's learning styles. Yeah, visualization and visualization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if actually she struggles with that visualization. Mm. Because uh, everyone else managed it, and I and I was baffled. Well, not managed it, but they they, yeah, they some, seemed to some do it. Had to take off what other people were doing. But I wondered well, why is she not looking around the room and seeing what everyone else is yeah. up to. She was at the back again. Uh, I feel like she's been there a couple of times now, and it is hard because although you can see other people, they're in the way when they're doing it. Yeah, maybe. Because so. mm. I know I love that bit where Kim Joy is going. What's Brian doing? Oh, she's taking the thing off. Right, I'm going to take my thing <laughs> yes. off. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and. Oh, talking about the, the bakers themselves, it, it opened with Manon talking about how she felt Kim Joy was the one to beat. Mm. She was the dark horse to take it. I, I, I don't think so. And even after this week, I still think it's Bryony, mm. who is who is stronger and can deliver when needed and has learned from having weeks of, of struggle. Yes. So Yes. Mm, I found that interesting to have that comment made. It comes across like she's really competitive and is looking out who's her competition, who does she need to take out or you yeah, know, defeat. She'll have been asked that question. Yeah, they were probably all asked that question and she's the one who gave the, the best answer for it, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but no, I absolutely loved it, her basically copying how long she was heating things for and so on. Yeah. Because yes, if someone else seems stronger at it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And frankly, Bryony won the challenge. So. Right. Yeah, she's clearly confident and has a reason to be. Um... I like the recipe for it. I like the idea of it. I'm looking forward to eating some. I'm looking forward to doing it and eating some. I I feel like it's a bit of a hard one 
because it's got such a specific technique, I can't think of anything else that's been quite like this that no one's ever seen before. Like deep frying churros and things. Yeah. I mean, I I wonder if Sandy was specific, because I noticed Sandy being very specific in her instructions about them making them spherical. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Sandy was told to do that to stop them all from producing things that were um, half spheres. <laughs> I don't know what shape I'm trying to describe. Hemispheres? Hemispheres! <laughs> a demisphere. A bit of a sphere that's about 50% of a sphere. Um, yeah, because you'd end up with it really raw in the middle if you tried that. Yeah. I, I was quite interested to see it. So... Um, Looking at the recipe and thinking about what these are, I, I I expect it to almost be runny. It's kind of, they they bake these in a similar way to the way I do Yorkshire puddings. You heat some oil and you pour the Yorkshire pudding batter in. Yeah. But this actually looked like a slightly more claggy mixture mm. that you actually spoon in. Yeah. So that would be quite interesting. Yeah. I, I am also interested to understand why Manon ran out of mixture. Because she yeah. seemed to have less batter than the rest. Did, so Did she not make enough mixture? I wonder if she didn't put enough air in her eggs, maybe. Is that Possibly. a thing to learn from? Possibly. Or maybe she filled the filled the early ones up too much. Because mm. it did say only fill them three quarters mm. of the way up. and So perhaps she filled filled them all with. Yeah. Manon had seen them before. You know, her, her sister dated a Danish guy, so she'd seen it before. Yeah, well, you know, having having a family member date someone from that country means you can automatically do all its baking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it didn't seem to help her nope. particularly. But it did seem to be, again, that the mixture... Yeah, so I wonder if, if perhaps she didn't mix it right, because it was more about the mixture. Where, where Raoul's problem was, he cooked them badly. They were yeah. very stodgy, and he'd... Um, Overcooked the outside without cooking the inside properly. Yeah, his, his pan was too the, hot. The pan was too hot, which again, very important thing to learn because that yeah. pan is clearly going to get very hot. It, and it also <laughs> doesn't look like a pan that you can really cool down quickly. No, it's all it's all cast iron. That's yeah. why. So, so we bought one. We have a, a silicon handle to put on it when you yeah. want to move it, but otherwise you, yeah, um, yeah. It does speak to the the actual making. Was there, everyone seemed to be okay with the making? They just made a sort of buttermilk pancake mixture. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So our final one was Kea Man or Kea Corner? Danish birthday cake. Danish birthday <laughs> Danish birthday pastry. Sweets. Chocolates. Marshmallow. Slightly morbid cut your head off your person your off, cake. Which I quite like. I like <laughs> I this. Did. I can understand that, that it's a fun idea to make someone's, like a likeness of someone out of pastries. But then there is always this thing of, oh, how do you cut the head when you have a cake shaped and things? So, yeah, make it a bit of fun. Make it a thing that yeah. kids get to scream because kids like to scream, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and there's good. something about that kind of morbid, gruesome humour that actually really appeals to small children. Yeah. Yeah. Good fun. Especially when you've made a cake looking like the birthday boy or yeah. girl. Or, you know, nice. Yeah. Uh, a yeasted dough, mm-hmm. which was interesting, decorated with three uh, confectionery skills. Four and a half hours. That's a long time to be baking and putting Isn't all these it? things together. Absolutely. Yeah. Who would you have made your Danish pastries look like? Oh, gosh, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> Does it have to be someone you actually know or could it be I, anyone? I think that might have been the thing for this. Right. Yeah. 
Oh, I do not know. Oh, you. Yes, I could oh, do one of you. Oh, lovely of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I would make it have um, nice cargo pants <laughs> and sandals and a T-shirt with some kind of funky logo on it. <laughs> and I would do chocolate curls for the beardy beard. Very nice. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you do yours of? I I would probably do my lovely wife. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I would do nice um sponge sugar as a blondie hair. Uh huh. Um sponge sugar for my hair. Is sponge very sugar nice. for my hair, yes. yes. Um <laughs> I quite liked the extra added thing of making the confectionery. Yes. That's a really nice touch and it and it does it, it forces them to do some interesting skills without pushing it too hard. Because it, it's juggling lots of things. It gives them something to do whilst they're chilling their pastry. That is true. Because that probably is what the majority of those four hours were about. Yeah, yeah. God, with the, with the rough puff that we did, this was proper puff pastry, yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt like when it came to judging, the confectionery wasn't really taken into account. No, it, it they were really being judged on the bake of their Danish, weren't mm. they? Now, is, is that because the bake of the Danish left them able to judge on the Danish itself? Because there was such a variety of, of quality. Yeah, I, I think you're quite right. Because I think everyone did all right on their confectionery. Mm. I don't think they said nasty things or, or brutal things about any of the confectioneries. No. All, all the chocolates and the jellies. And they all got universally positive comments. Yeah. So all they were left to use as a comparator was how good the Danish was. And to be fair, it is a baking show. It's not a sweetie making show. Well, no, but <laughs> we have made pavlova and we have done macaroons and we have, you know, you but do... but the core element of this thing was the Danish pastry. Okay, so yes. I so I think it's quite just to yeah. um, to judge it on that. I, I wonder if there were more people who were closer on it on mm. on doing the quality of the pastry, whether they would have gone. Well, yes, you made marshmallow, but marshmallow is a bit easy, or you made honeycomb, but it's a bit gritty, or. Yes. It, we would have gotten into that detail, yes, yes. but because you could look at the pastries and go, okay, Raoul, which is the big one, you've cooked it too hot, so it's burnt on the outside, all the butter's run out, you've cooked it too long, and it's now dry and crispy. I think what I don't understand with because I can understand the butter running out, I mm-hmm. think a few of them had the same mm-hmm. sorts of problems. I understand that being a problem, and I, I can I can forgive him. Cooking it almost 10 minutes too long, they said. Yeah, and and I think they were pointedly saying, this is not just you've left it in the oven a bit too long. It's been, uh, you know, and I'm just like, because mm. I, I think it possibly, because he pulled it, we saw him pull it out once, mm-hmm. and he was worried about it being undercooked. Mm. I think it, it deliberately chose to try and make sure the middle was cooked rather yeah. than worry about the outside, and I think but that was... Puff pastry doesn't respond to that at all. No, so. clearly mm. was not his thing. I, I feel like this is where we want to get into the conversation about who left the tent this week. Yes. Because um, there has already been reaction. We've already hearing, you know, people yeah. shocked at it. And we had a moment of that ourselves as well. Val came last in the technical, had a really bad rye bread yeah. and a very, very poor um, signature Danish pastry bake. Yeah, he, he was had a rubbish week. Mm-hmm. Man on, very similar in the technical, so that's fine. A good bake, but not a Danish bread. And her pastries were under-proved and overcooked, I think they said, or undercooked on the over, outside. Yeah. yeah. 
undercooked in the middle, overcooked on the outside, right. and basically the base of them had fried in the yeah. butter that had seeped out. I mean, that was a dreadful, dreadful bake. Yeah. So the actual baking of her pastry, as they said, was poor baking. The actual yeah. technical skill there of baking was poor, and it wasn't a Danish pastry she made. Mm. Like, a Danish pastry is puff pastry rolled with some filling in it, and then yeah. probably some sort of, you know, usual fondant icing or something on the top. She didn't do that. She was calling them pan au chocolat, yeah. and then they called her out on it, and she was like, oh... And didn't react at that point. So uh, yeah. I think I think I can rationalise it. As much as I look at this week and go, yes, Raoul has had a terrible, terrible week. He at least delivered what they were asking for. Mm. And some of it wasn't... Well, some of it was very, very poor. But she actually didn't do the brief. Yeah, you don't get marks for answering a question that's not on the paper. Mm. Yeah. That's a very simple way of putting it. Basically. And it's absolutely spot on. Yeah. 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 So I think I think yeah, she she was too French and not enough Danish. Mm. Um but it did seem harsh because I think if we were if we were ignoring what was being asked of them and looking at the quality of what they produced that week, mm. I think Rahul was slightly worse. It's just that he made more effort to actually fulfil the brief. Yeah. I, I think so. And I am also a little bit Oh, maybe they've let him through because he's been so strong on previous weeks and she's had a couple of shaky weeks. Cause, cause she's that, never excelled since that first week. That is the thing. I mean, is it is it that they felt they were fairly level pedding this week? Mm. So they were looking at last week and the week before and things like that. And where Manon's been scraping the bottom for the last few weeks, it's just that there has been... Well, the last two weeks, I think, Manon would be out if it hadn't been that there was someone that was obviously... Dreadful. Oh no, last week it would have been Ruby if it hadn't been John. You think? I can't remember. It's in the pile somewhere. I no. just, I think, I think, I suppose, I, I, I don't know, but I mean, this is, I guess, my, my sort of inner bias is my memories of Manon over the last mm. few weeks are she's just been one step ahead mm. of the person who's gone out. Yeah. I mean, maybe that was most obvious in the one where Dan went out in... Um, yeah, Pastry Week. Pastry Week, weeks ago. Mm. where she was pretty pretty dire. Mm. It's just that Dan was dreadful. And, and again, with with it being Danish baking, we've come back to a fairly pastry style of baking, mm. and it's it's done her in again. Yeah, sadly. I guess it's not her bag. And, and we have a little bit of a similar conversation over the Star Baker. Mm. So Ruby got Star Baker... I feel like it should have been Bryony. Yeah, but are you judging that on the overall weekend or are you judging that on her showstopper? Because I think if we're looking across the three bakes and looking for consistency, Ruby by far did the best first bake. Oh, yeah, easily. And, and Bryony, as much as I loved her big fluffy doorstep mm. loaf, that was actually pretty diet yeah bad. maybe just ahead of Raoul exactly yeah. so so given and like Ruby was consistently good all, mm-hmm. all across all three I think um I think Bryony's Nana Pat showstopper was a better showstopper mm-hmm. but when you're balancing the marks out I do think Ruby comes out slightly ahead Bryony won the technical Ruby came third and Ruby came third having done it wrong I mean that tells you just how bad Manon and Raoul did it yeah yeah <laughs> I, I'm starting to get the sense that the technical is not a significant factor in their overall judging, though, of Star Baker mm. and things. I think, you know, I think it's there, 
but it's definitely not. Yeah, it may- doesn't weigh as heavy. Mm. Yeah, maybe for the extremes. Yeah, it, it's it doesn't help to separate too much, particularly when there are not so many people. Mm. I, I mean, I remember this from previous seasons where the technical actually. There's been not much to differentiate them. No. If they can all manage. This week, clearly there was. Yeah. Which is why it was quite a good technical challenge. Mm. Um, yeah, I mm, mm, I am a little surprised Bryony didn't get it, I will admit. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, on the side of Prue and, okay. and Paul. Okay. Suck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think um, Ruby, I think Ruby's consistency won her... It wasn't. It wasn't an amazing yeah. week for her. Yeah. But she was consistently solid across yeah. all three rounds. She was the only one who didn't cry. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. They all wore Hawaiian shirts for John. Very nice. Lovely. Good on. Very them. nice. Yep. Um. Right. Let's talk vegan pavlova. So we made vegan pavlova last week. We split it up between us. Yep. I did the meringue with aquafaba. Executed. Very well. Mm. I'm very impressed. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. You did... What did you do? <laughs> Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I made the coconut cream. And coconut I chopped cream up the, I chopped up the fruit. Thing. And I made the very nice mango coolie. It was mango, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah. It was lovely. Yeah, the mango yeah. coolie was a success. <laughs> I can chop fruit up. I can chop fruit up. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... The meringue. Do you have any questions about the meringue? Let's let's rather me just waffling for a bit. How did you find whisking up the chickpea juice compared to whisking up egg whites? It wasn't hugely different. It took longer, but there was also a bit more of it, I think, than I would normally have used. Um, yeah, the actual whisking was was fine. It was largely the same sort of thing. The taste at that stage was not good. Mm. Even at that stage, it's like, oh, this is a bit weird. This is a bit off. But and this is me just just well, defending the chickpea. <laughs> I don't. Defend th- the chickpea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you would ever eat it raw if it was an egg white one. At that point, have you tried it? At that point, yeah, yeah. Not like you know spoonfuls and spoonfuls, but but yes, I've tried it and. Mm. it's more that this because I'm interested in what happens at each stage of it yeah it had a weird aftertaste going on with it Mm. fair enough Uh, adding in the sugar was largely fine again there was just so much of it I think I need a bigger bowl and a bigger yeah um, whatever it's called got to get a bigger boat yeah I need a bigger boat absolutely (laughs) (laughs) a larger electric handheld whisk thing because by the end, the sugar was making the top of it very thick. But if I tried to do lower down, it would all start rising up the whisks. Right. So I almost ended up with two layers of egg, uh, uh, of meringue. One slightly thinner below. Um, putting it in the piping was fine. Piping it was okay. I mean, it, it largely came out like a normal meringue. Mm. Fine. It looked great. It took a bit longer to bake, I think. Okay. I, f- I feel like that was the big thing with it. And I had so much left over. I was able to do three layers to the pavlova mm. in the end. Um, definitely it was more delicate. I, I, part of that I, I feel, felt a bit heavier. Mm. So I don't know whether I hadn't dissolved the sugar properly or something. But it. Mm. Yeah. But I remember on the show they said it was more delicate than yeah. a normal meringue. So yeah. that, that's, that's to be expected. And actually when you return to the di- directions for it, 
what it actually tells you is for putting the white chocolate on the bottom, you turn it upside down and then you take the baking sheet off it, off the bottom mm. of it. So like, you don't take it off the baking sheet and use its own weight against itself. You're peeling the baking sheet off. So you're not having to break it and pull it. Yeah, which, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And, and actually, it, it really made a difference during it yeah. that way around. Yeah. Mm. How did you find making your cream, coconut cream pat thing? I don't know that it came out quite right. Okay. Because it didn't look like cream. <laughs> was, uh, porridge was not a bad description. It, it, I will admit. Just, it was a bit beige. Yeah. Well, not beige, but oatmeal colours. Yeah. It was a bit too gloopy. And it was a little bland. And it was a little I, bland. I, don't, I didn't notice it when it was on there other than for the texture. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I think perhaps that's a deliberate thing against the overwhelming sweetness of the mm. meringue mm. and the different flavours of the fr- fruit and the yeah. quite strong flavour of the coolie. So perhaps it was just a, a glue. It mm. looks a bit like glue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't I a fan of the I making. I, I wasn't a fan of the making of it. I wasn't a fan of the eating of it. Yeah. It was, um, it was a bit like making coconutty glue mm. porridge. Um, chopping up the fruits was fun. Yeah. So um, ages ago, we went up to my parents, and my mum was like, "Hey, do you want this like weird nineteen seventies <laughs> kitchen gadget? That is a pineapple." Cora, Cora, basically, yeah. Um, which we didn't actually use until this weekend, mm. and now we just want to have pineapple. We're definitely all the using time. it again, yeah. It's super cool. Basically, screwing into the pineapple and then pulling out a plug that is a solid thing of pineapple that's basically like a curly fry, yeah, but like a massive, massive um, spiral pineapple ring. Mm. Awesome. I hadn't realised it was going to do that when I got it. I thought, oh, that's nice. It will get rid of the very, very middle bit. But I still thought you'd be left having to take off all the edges of the pineapple. Right. I mean, it's a little bit of a wasteful way of, of getting pineapple. I don't think it's that much wasteful. I mean, that was a large pineapple. Yeah. So I think in other times, with another a smaller pineapple, yes, you would still have to cut yeah. the edges off. Guess what we have in the kitchen at the moment? Oh, yeah. We have a, a smaller pineapple for, oh. you to, for you to play with. <laughs> but what it does, I mean, even if, even if you consider it's wasteful, it does stop you from having to do that irritating thing where you have the little where you try and cut yeah. the skin off and then you have the little spiky bit still left that you have to pull out yeah um so yeah no that was great it fun. was good it was good fun yeah have a check on instagram if you're listening um instagram.com slash eloquent gushing we did put up both pictures and videos uh it was good fun yes yeah uh and the meringue coolie you are dead right was lovely yeah it yeah. absolutely made it i i think it was the the best flavor in the whole thing yes mm. and so I, I'm seeing some mango coolie mm. with some prosecco <laughs> as a as a mango bellini. Mm. Um, I'm seeing it with some rum and some <laughs> form of mixer as a as a yeah. yeah okay, yeah. no, could we do um, spiral pineapple rings over normal meringue and um, mango coolie? Uh, <laughs> so that kind of like a tropical eaten mess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Mm, interesting. So yes, so yes. I, I'd make the mango coolie again, also because it was dead easy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So the big thing we made it and we cut it and it tasted fine. It's all right. I think okay. I'm not a huge fan of the meringues. I think it, it does detract not using the eggs. 
And then when we went back for it for another slice the next day, uh, the meringue had basically dissolved where any fruit had touched it. Yeah. Like, this does not hold its structure even a little bit. Mm. Like, it was all foamy and soggy. It was a bit strange. Not good for seconds. Yeah, so we're, yeah, I don't think we're, we're going to be doing chickpea meringues ever again. Well, there's no reason for us to. No, I, I can completely understand it. And, and we didn't say this last week. Like, I do applaud Bake Off for doing a vegan week and showing what can be yeah. done. And there are people who can't eat eggs and people who don't want to eat eggs. So, fine, there is a, a good alternative if they want to try and do this thing that is not too dissimilar. Mm. You know, it... it if I didn't have the option of having a normal meringue, normal meringue in, in inverted commas, this would be fine. Yeah. So absolutely, I, I can completely understand it. But you're right; we don't need to do that thing. No. Okay. So next week we're going to be making Abelskiva. 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 We're going to have a new guest on. We're going to be making Abelskiva with our friend Lucy. Yay! Um, so we will talk more about our history with Lucy and, and Lucy's baking because. She's pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Putting basically everyone else to shame. I'm looking forward to going around and eating anything she makes for us. Nice, nice, nice. Um, we've got our pan ready. We we've have. got a lot of buttermilk ready because it takes a lot of buttermilk to make mm. these things. Is there anything you're particularly interested in doing? Anything you're worried about for it? I'm worried about burning myself whilst I turn <laughs> my Ibliskiva 90 okay. degrees. Right. But we'll, we will cross that ridge when we come to it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, the technique is all about it, isn't it? Yeah. I think the making of everything else is fine. Mm. Cinnamon apple will be interesting because I've not. I don't think I've done anything like that. Well, before, you're so. not. You're not an apple I'm fan, are you? But I'll do it. This this looks fine. Yeah. I like the I like the look of the jam dipping sauce. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. Perhaps I should just buy some like Nutella and just drop some Nutella in some of them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I'm going to try the cooking one at a time initially. Yes. I think throwing, filling your pan up like yeah. Ruby did doesn't leave you much time to learn. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I think certainly the first few. I think at some point you'll you'll start increasing and going like, okay, now I'll do three. Yes. Now I'll do four. Now I've done five. Oh, I've done my 14. Good. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then we're going to have some sort of taste test with... Lucy's husband, what, Scott. Yeah, 42 <laughs> Abel Skeever. I wonder if Scott's up for eating 42 Abelskiva at once. <laughs> yeah, we might not have the chicken curry she's promised us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's an interesting one, and it's the sort of one that I look at and go, do you know you could do that, especially if you want to serve them warm? Like, we've talked about doing these some of these things for dinner parties yeah. and things. Actually, yeah, having the batter ready and being like, right, here's my first seven, here's the next seven, have at them. Mm. Something like that. Nice. Mm. Be good fun. Yeah. So next week is patisserie week. Uh, so lots of nice desserty type things, I think. Um, I couldn't quite tell what all of the the bakes were. The technical looked like a layer cake with tempered chocolate. Mm, not sure, but I'm not assuming sure. there's another element to that to make it more complex. Yes, um, tempered chocolate is also hard to do under pressure. I've never done it. I've seen it done, obviously, on the show a lot. I'm looking forward to doing it. Yeah. I, I think this is actually coming back into many of the bakers' wheelhouse. Mm, yeah. So hopefully we'll see a more confident Rahul. Yeah. Although I, on the final, they often do a mix of some of the weeks as well, don't they? So yeah. that'd be interesting. Okay. So join us next week. We will discuss patisserie week. We'll bake some Abel Skiva and talk about them with friends. Abel Skiva. <laughs> don't forget to go and check us out on Instagram, 
uh, Instagram.com slash eloquentgushing. Twitter, Twitter.com slash eloquentgushing. Facebook, Facebook.com slash eloquentgushing. Basically, <laughs> look up the production company, Eloquent Gushing, anywhere, and you can find us and follow us. Check out our other shows. We do a couple of movie podcasts. Our uh, TV show podcast, Across the Arrowverse, is about to come back. Because those shows are coming back on. And if you like what we do and want to help support us, go to patreon.com slash eloquentgushing, where you can help support us developing this show and developing other shows in the future. Join us next week for more Worth the Calories.